check, mic check. Check, check, check. I check, love check, you, check. baby, like a flower loves the spring. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's sounding really good, actually. Nice and clear. Really, note perfect. Didn't even know that it was not Celine. Oh, what? I thought it, she was in the room. <laughs> What's your favorite Celine song? Um, I kind of like That's the Way It Is. I'm Alive. I drove all night. That that era, I don't mind, actually. And then I do go back to Beauty and the Beast. Tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> but Power of Love, I think, oh, sets the standard. Yeah. Anyway, enough about Celine. Let's crack on with snowballing. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Um, <laughs> I think we could definitely be breakfast radio. I know. We've got, yeah, you just need some, some good sound choo, effects. Beep, beep. Yeah. Bow, 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 Here's Tiffany with the weather. Um, <laughs> rain, rain, rain. Back to you, Gareth. Fuck off, Tiffany. <laughs> um, what's news from Toronto? Okay, it's actually been a little bit eventful this week. So I received an email from Immigration Canada. Oh, that sounds bad news. I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't open those emails. Oh, yeah, I just let them pile. Actually, not even, and even the snail mail, just let them pile up. Never open them. I don't open any snail mail, but emails I'm selective with as well. So <laughs> I just went to my junk. Um, yeah. It's actually good news. Oh. I've got good news. Um, they invited me to the next stage. Of my citizenship. Ooh. Yeah. Just talk me through that. What stage are you currently at? Now I'm officially at stage two. I had only just completed. Stage one was submit your paperwork because you consider yourself ready to become a Canadian citizen. I feel like I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I'm going to send yeah. you the paperwork to prove it. Okay. I've now got the paperwork. You're now invited to do what? A citizenship test. Ooh. Tell us. Show us. Demonstrate for us your knowledge. Perform for us an interpretive dance. <laughs> How competent you are with Canadian culture, history, language. Right. How competent are you with Canadian history, culture and language? Like, no, nothing. Zero. What sort of questions do they ask you? What are the, what's the test? Uh, okay, let's start off with like how many territories and provinces are there? 27. Boom. Good. Done. <laughs> I don't think that's right. There's definitely two territories. I know that. Oh. oh, you've got to let's break it down. So I do yeah, you it need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next question. Next. Next question. Hit me again. Um, what is the like? What was signed in twelve eighteen? The Magna Carta. <gasps> oh my god, that is actually right. Hello, Australian education system. Oh my god, I was I would call it Carta PM. I don't know why. Like Magnum PI. I I can't get it. No, you're thinking Carpe. You're thinking Carpe Diem. Um, Dead Poet Society sees the day. My captain. My captain. Magnum. Carter. Is that what it is? Um, not the ice cream. <laughs> Magnum double gold. Triple chocolate. Uh, raspberry <laughs> twist. <laughs> How many weeks have you got until you have to sit this test? Okay, I thought that they would be like, welcome. Now it's your turn to sit the test. Take your time, bitch. Sure. Take the time. Join the queue. We've got to wait. Learn the material. I want you off book by the end yeah. of the rehearsal. Here is an 80 yeah. page document PDF about Canada. Go learn it. Um, and I figured like, oh yeah, they'll give you like at least three months, surely. Like, or a year. Something like, what, what's the rush? What's the sure. rush for them? No, exactly. No, three weeks. They gave me 20 days. Oh. From today. Oh. Today when we we're recording. Yeah. So I have 20 days and I hate reading. I know. Can someone read it to me? 
Is there an audio version? I would like an audible version of the <laughs> of the of the study guide. When I'm asleep, I'll just play it and subliminally absorb the information. Um, where where is the most gold mined in Canada? Alberta. Is that the Yukon? Yes, I, um, the Saskatchewan River. Saskatchewan. That's very. That's that's right. That's right. That sounds right. Yeah, I feel confident about that. Um, Okay, I feel like I should be coaching you with this because I'm really good at quizzes. I've done a lot of pub quizzes in my time. I'm very quick on the buzzer. Quick on the buzzer and I speak clearly and confidently. So I feel like send me the book and I'll uh, I'll come up with some questions. No, you would? Yes. I've got nothing else going on. You'd make me a test. nothing else happening. Mamma mia moi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Bill Holmes. Where is Bill Holmes when you need him? (laughs) Um... I don't just uh, isn't there twenty so there are twenty multiple choice questions and you have to get uh-huh. fifteen right. That's quite Ooh, high standards. It's a high strike rate, isn't it? Well, but at least it is multiple choice, so it does at least guide you a little bit. Well, I hope that the they're direction. terrible ones. Like, like I hope it's like very obvious that it's like no, it's not that one. As opposed to like you know when the uh, the ones that I hate when it's like they list option A, B, C, and then D is options A and B but not C. You get so confused. No, hopefully it's really straightforward. But also you'll have lifelines. You better like phone a friend or give me the 50-50 option. Oh, or, or with your test, not with the actual exam. Oh, I thought with the actual. But we can we'll build that the into the... The actual exam is online. Right. So someone was like, well, why can't you cheat? And I'm like... Yeah, I've got I, Google. Yeah. I, they say that you need to show your room and you have to prove that you don't have any papers around you. Like you're on, you're on camera. Do a naked body scan just or to. Or like, can't I do? Can't I do what people are doing in like their, te- like their meetings where they just take a screenshot of them sitting very still? Yeah. I, well, I, we probably shouldn't advertise the ways that you could cheat <laughs> the citizenship test. But okay, I'm going to next week. Um, we're going to monetize this and I'm going to come up with some questions <laughs> to it. test your Canadian knowledge. And hopefully this will I help only you. have a week to study then. Yeah, you know, just read the book and I will come up with some questions and test you next week. Okay, well, enough about me. How are you? Well, this week, my award-winning journalism career what? has seen me undertaking some investigative reporting on <gasps> Circle Jerks. True story. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you fancy a bit of circle jerk action and you're looking for some bait buddies, your best bet is squirt.org. It's free to set up a profile and you can let guys near you know that you're willing to lend a helping hand. Grease up and get busy with squirt.org. That plug. Did you like that? I've been. I, I thought I'd try something get different. Busy. Something yeah, new. I like it. You made it your own. Also, I see that you wrote the word bait. B-A-T-E. Yeah, bait. Not B-A-I-T, like fisherman's bait. Bait someone? No, it's bait, short for masturbate. Bait, bait buddies, bait brothers, oh, bait session, gooning and baiting. Look at you. I was like, Hello. oh, I thought he meant like a piece of a worm, like bait, <laughs> like catfishing. I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, anyway, and if there's something fun or exciting or annoying happening in your neighborhood or you're particularly passionate about a topic, we'd love to hear from you and have you part of the show. So just slide into our DMs and don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends about snowballing because snowballing is for everyone. Okay, I'm very excited about this week's Snow Global Report. It's from our very good friend, 
John Sadler. Oh my god, one of the highest mentions on our podcast. <laughs> not that anyone's keeping count, and it's not a competition. <laughs> it is not a competition. Uh, now, Sads has sent us a report from Madrid. We're going to break it down into three parts. So it's a, a triptych of Sads. It's oh, a John Sadler a trilogy. trilogy. <laughs> yes. So let's dive into part one. Hey, snowballers. My name is Sads, and I'm checking in from sunny Spain. Now, some quick introductions. Uh, Sads is obviously a nickname. My real name is John Sadler, and I live in London. Uh, I know, Gareth and Ming, you said to keep this uh, snappy and upbeat. Now, I'm sure for those of you who know me, they are words that have never been used to describe me. But anyway, let's go. I'm checking in from Spain after just spending a week in Ibiza and a week in Madrid. And I used to live in Madrid a few years ago, but I had to sort of leave quite quickly uh, due to some family issues at the time. So I just wanted to connect with everyone, um, particularly after you know the pandemic and us not being able to travel for so long. It's been a bit of a test to see if I like this digital nomad lifestyle. Uh, Ming, you might want to add some uh, vocabulary to your multilingual uh, set of words. Uh, in Spain, working from home is called teletrabajo. Teletrabajo. Did I get it right? I think so. That sounds convincing. Or teletrabajo. I don't know. Regardless, I'm just going to say it quickly. Teletrabajo. And <laughs> we'll be fine. Um, do you know what's funny? How would you describe Saz if he is not sassy? No. What do we say? Short and punchy? <laughs> I can't remember what we were. Uh, snappy and upbeat. Snappy and upbeat. Yeah. Definitely not. No, I wouldn't use those words for Sads, but I was thinking of him as having like a really sort of dry sense of humor. Very like, dry. Dry. Like Australian desert dry. <laughs> kind of like your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, you've mastered working from home or calle trabajo, as we say in Spain. <laughs> In Madrid. Um, in Madrid. Have you ever tried the digital nomad kind of lifestyle? No. And it's something that I think I want to embrace and I think I'd be quite good at. I just feel as though I just wouldn't do as much work, though. That is the the catch with the whole scenario is you still have to actually do work because you've got to pay the bills. Yeah, like, I don't know. I definitely don't miss going into the office. Um, maybe the structure thing isn't bad. So, like, waking up and being like, okay, I better sit in my chair and do some work. But... I think my dream is literally going somewhere warm, chasing the sun, just take your laptop with you, um, and then do some work, which also just sounds like I would not do any work and just take the laptop with me and keep it shut. But obviously, digital nomad, whatever that means, it doesn't apply to every sort of job. Not every sort of job is the kind of thing no. where you could pick up and do from anywhere. Um, Nursing, doctoring, firefighting. Well, for, for true, but they're the kind of jobs you could pick up new jobs where you went, but it's not like you could just do them from the beach kind of thing. No. You you are a digital nomad. So do you love it? Do you embrace it? I'm not even sure that I could really claim to be a digital nomad because I still have a flat in London. So it's fairly privileged to be able to say... But you've got to work from somewhere. Like, okay. So no, in, true, in that okay. case, is true digital nomadacy, is that... Literally, like, not even having a house and you just, like, Airbnb around the world, three months, travel visa. Is that really what a digital nomad is? Yeah, I think the purist would say you've got to let go and you can't just be on an extended holiday 
really you need to commit to it fully. Hunter and gatherer. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, it's the paleo diet. It's, you know, really getting Move back to... Move from the plains to the mountains, back to the river. Those buffalo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. with your laptop. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to part two of the John Sadler trilogy. I have an Airbnb in the middle of uh, Madrid. The centre of Madrid is just amazing because it's it's unique. It's still so residential. So you have a lot of people living there in the centre. It's cultural, it's musical, artistic, great food. Uh, and it has a great gay lifestyle. So uh, you can turn Grinder on and really not have far to go. So on the grinder front, it was actually a case of making hay while the sun shines, if you know what I mean. So I would say on reflection, quite a lot of hay has been made, uh, which is good. So my question to snowballers is, when you go traveling, how many bales of hay can you make in a day, which you would consider as acceptable or not too many? Okay, I have several things to say about this clip. (laughs) This is a classic of you can take the boy out of the farm, but you can't take the farm out of the boy. (laughs) (laughs) Or the farm boy out of the boy. uh, um, Okay, first first question. Have you been to Madrid? Yes, love Madrid. I've been too. Tick. Oh, snap. (laughs) Twins. (laughs) Um, What are the odds? Two gay men in Madrid. Madrid. Um, Do you know what I did like, though? Um, And this is going to come as a surprise to you. I liked the museums. Did you? I went to the Reina Sofia, Queens. Yeah. And I loved the art. Crazy. Madrid's just a beautiful city, full stop, I think. Mm. It's a definite mini break destination, but also huge for pride. Like, everyone goes there for pride because it's one of the biggest prides in Europe, I want to say. Certainly one of the best, definitely. Um, When he says, do you know what he means? Do you know what he means? About making hay? (laughs) No. Okay. And that's the other thing. Is it not haste? Make haste while the sun shines. No, that's incorrect. No, it's you make hay while the sun shines. It's a farming reference. <sighs> I'm so bad at this. Like, what? What? are there others? I get my say. My sayings always get fucked up until I literally have to write them out. I always thought it was always okay. It's like what's in store or what's installed. Like, oh, you wait until what we have installed for you. As in, like, we're a handyman and we came over and we installed something in your place. You just wait. You wait till you see what we have installed. No, incorrect. <laughs> okay. So then this one... If, this is, is, if, if they have popular sayings on the Canadian citizenship test, you are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I'll be like, none of the above. Don't open that can of fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another kettle of chicken. Um, <laughs> Wait, back to Seth's question. His point was that, however you want to describe it, he's talking about hooking up in Madrid. And he's saying, options are plentiful. What... Is an average number. Yeah, but is it also because before you become old news? Like, while you just move oh, there, you're fresh, you're fresh meat. on the block. Yes. yes. Fresh meats just come into the grinder. <laughs> that's an awful visual. But, um, <laughs> but I think that's what he means. You need to, like, strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, I guess that's definitely one way of looking at it. Um, okay. It, also, I think there's sometimes a difference between hooking up when you're on holidays compared to, you know, day-to-day, mm, where you live, you know where you work. Do you know what's also funny? This is, like, very typical of the Toronto gay scene, 
is um, as big as the city is and as big as, as vast as the population is, along with the gay community, um, people will move. And I feel like people take one of two routes. So you either choose the route of I'm just going to like hook, like I'm going to hook up and I'm going to like make hay while the sun shines. As they say in Perth. Yeah. yeah. But making hay while the sun shines sometimes then leads to a reputation. So if you don't manage to then find, if you're okay being single, that's great. But then if you don't find a boyfriend, then you end up with this reputation because the community is still quite small. So people talk, which is weird. Or, what do you mean reputation? Like, it sounds like slut shaming. I'm not here for it. No, good Gareth. And so you shouldn't be. You should move here and then you should tell everyone to stop with this behavior. The other route is come, and this is the story, you go, say you go to a party, somebody invites their new friend that just moved here. Sure. And then the person always says, oh my God, I'm loving it here. Canadians are so friendly. They're so nice. Everyone's so nice because they all want to fuck you. And then you catch up with this person two months later at another party and, they're, and you're like, oh, how's it going? What's been happening? And they're like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Locked down. Right, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. What um, what strategy did you follow when you moved to Toronto? Were you putting it out there and sampling the wares, making hay while the sun shines, or were you geisha girl giggling behind a fan? Yeah, I was uh, betrothed. I was a betrothed to an arranged marriage. Yes, you had yeah. been promised to another. Yes. Exactly. So I had no time to. My reputation was based on my personality. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, back to Satz's question then, because he's saying... How many in a day? And he, he kind of sounds like he's asking for a friend, but I'm pretty sure he's asking for himself. I think he's- he just <laughs> is wanting to, like, validate his number. Like, I have to say this, and this I say this with the utmost respect and admiration, that Satz sets the bar fairly high in this respect, because that man is busy. Like, I feel like that's a whole day gone. It's a, I want to know whether in his calendar, is it calendarized? He's blocking up <laughs> fake meetings. Because <laughs> right. you can't just be like, I don't know. I assume that you're like, okay, Tuesday, fuck day. What? And then just the whole day? Just Well, if you're trying to ra- you're trying to ask us about numbers, like... Okay, but okay, no, but say, okay, Tuesday, fuck day. How many bookings are you taking on a Tuesday? I would say that um, acceptable... Like, I don't like the no, word No, no, don't put judge, not judgment words. Just use, let's use numbers. Yeah, but he asked us, what do you think would be acceptable? Okay, for, for you, speak personally then. Like. Zero. <laughs> I, will, I would like no book. No, but I actually think if he, if he said to me, hey, Ming, it was Tuesday. And I was like, oh, fuck day. And he said five. I'd be like, wow. That's a busy day. I think that's a busy day. I think five, a handful. Yeah, well, I guess even maybe- three. Even three, I'd be like, oh, that's above average. No, true. But also, how long are these sessions lasting for? Is it like an hour of slot each time? Or maybe three guys come over together and we just do knock it count, all over in one But do you hit. count that? Do you count an orgy as, I don't think so, because essentially the time is still... No, that's true. I think we need clearer guidelines. Clearer, clearer guidelines, guidelines. But I would say yeah. if we were doing one-on-one hookups... Yep. Okay. Not necessarily purely penetrative, but like as long as some, some version of getting off kind of thing, an expelling of fluid. That's a very <laughs> romantic way of putting it. <laughs> then I would say three is um, admirable. Five is enviable. Anything above five is wow. You don't have time for anything else. Wow. Like, like you no. are tired. You should go home. 
take the day off tomorrow. <laughs> you should call in sick. But you think 5-2? I think 5, yeah. 5 sounds... But I, personally, just speaking for myself, I don't think I could get off five times in a day. No, I do know of people that do, but I feel like personally, as I said, zero to one would be me. <laughs> would be my <laughs> ideal. That's <laughs> my maximum and minimum Yeah, like range. I did it once. I feel as I'm though done. I'm done. Until next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Block that out again. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. Into the finale, the final part of the trilogy. Oh, Ming, I have another word for you. It's... Punyo. I'll let you do the translation back to English. It's a good one. So it's been a great time in Spain. Um, it's time to go back to London, which uh, is where I work from home. Um, my Instagram is John Sads. My work Instagram is Sadler Advisory. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, Punyo. Punyo, I did not even bother to look it up. I was hoping to be educated by you. I googled it. It's fist. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I'm definitely going to use that. (laughs) From the man that brought you fuck day of zero to one, here comes Punyo. Hey, isn't that like a Miyazaki anime? Oh, no. Ponyo. Ponyo. Different, different topic. Different. Topic. I googled Miyazaki Punyo. Is literally like a cute Japanese lady fisting people. <laughs> um, but okay, well, let's talk a little bit about fisting then. But I, I kind of I love how you just dropped that grenade on us. Like I know. Like let's talk about. That's so typical, Sads, because I was in Ibiza with him recently, oh. and we was <laughs> I know, and we were sitting on the beach just like chatting about all sorts of stuff and just sort of out of the blue he sort of said do you wear gloves when you're fisting someone and it's just like oh um is that a thing i actually don't know really much about this other than what i've seen on twitter for two minutes 20 yes no twitter does deliver some good content in that i mean i don't watch a lot of fisting porn because it's not really okay gloves is is it a hygienic is it much like wearing a condom? Uh, sort of, yes and no. I guess it's kind of optional. You do see some people wearing and some people don't. It does. It can... I feel like it's not like a surgical latex glove. I feel like that's the issue of like losing a condom in somebody. Like you're going to put your fist in it, then it's, you're going to pull out and you're going to be like, oh, there was a glove at the end of my hand. No, true, true, You need true. like an elbow. You need at least up to your elbow, no? Well, it depends how deep you're going, doesn't it? I mm. bought these gloves from AliExpress. They come up to my shoulders. Okay, that sounds perfect. You yeah. could lube that up and really uh, go I don't to town. know. I feel like AliExpress lube, I feel as though probably disintegrate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they say these... not to use silicone. <laughs> silicone I lost in the entire AliExpress glove is up My some guy's AliExpress colon. My AliExpress glove melted in your colon. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Next time. <laughs> if you get, like, toxic poisoning, just go to the hospital. You're you should see well. the clinic about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I have to confess that I've never been fisted. I've never even fisted anyone because I have quite large hands. So oh. it would be yeah. Hold it up to the camera. Let's do a comparison. <laughs> My I have small hands. I actually have small hands, You're but it's not perfect. surprising. No, but perfect for fisting. I have small feet. I only have eight and a half men's, and that's with orthotics. I could slip into it. <laughs> <laughs> that is not relevant to this conversation. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I do remember one time though, um, when I was I was with a hookup, and um, so we were like I was like fingering, but then he grabbed my wrist and then kind of like hinted like more. So like oh. one finger, two uh-huh. finger, three finger, still four room for finger, more. right? Um, um, and literally, I was four finger deep. With sure. my thumb out as a guard. Ah, uh, yes. okay. But like the wrist, the wrist nudging continued, and I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of like, oh my god, is this gonna? Ha- am I? Gonna- I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna is be. It, I, wasn't someone. Dr- I didn't. I didn't expect. Is this gonna happen? But it didn't. Not because I don't. I don't know. I just felt like I have no. I don't know the ins and outs. No, but I think I'm that's sure a really a, important. It's a, a really important point because it's not. You know, it is something that's incredibly intimate, but also you do need to have a huge level of trust with each other. So you can't just grease up and ram it in there. That's not how fisting no, works kind of thing. I would so hope you, not. You want to sort of be with someone who knows kind of what they're doing. So I think it's fair to say, you know what, I'm into this, but let's practice a little and Maybe take we can just and- do a thumb war instead. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah. I, my thumb versus your dick. <laughs> what? I was just thinking because my forefingers were inside, so like, it's uh, sure, like sure, a, sure, sure. My thumb was up, so. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> enough. Have we had enough? Sads. <laughs> Thank you to Saz for submitting. Obviously, no, that was awesome and great to have him back in London. He was inconclusive about whether the digital nomad lifestyle was for him. I think maybe also like we didn't talk enough about this as well. But he is an accountant who does le tax. Does he not do yes? Ta- he yes. no, he does everything. I think yeah, he's he a does very everything. <laughs> everything. Well, that's the end of this episode. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Remember, snowballing is for everyone. Our snow globe this week was John Sadler. You can follow Sads on Instagram at John Sads. And if you'd like to be part of the show and submit a snow globe report, just slide into our DMs. You can follow Ming on Instagram at Hey Mingling. And you can follow Gareth on Twitter at GTV London. This episode this was. Epi- pre- oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, please, after you. <laughs> you can do it. You do it. This episode was presented by Squirt.org. Hook up with gay and bi men in your area on Squirt.org. And tune in next time for more snowballing and more gay nonsense.